Presented by Better Medicare Alliance. Hey, good morning, Playbookers. I'm Raghu Munavalin. It's Friday, and this is your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. All right, before we get going, if you have a little bit of free time in your day, I implore you to check out the top story in today's playbook from Tara Paul Mary. It's a story about Paolo Zampoli. If you don't know him, he's a notorious New York City playboy. He was a one-time modeling agent. He represented Melania Trump in her former career, even introduced her to her future husband at a party he hosted back in 98 at the Kit Kat Club. He even managed to become both a fixture on page six and an ambassador for the tiny island nation of Dominica to the UN. Check that story out at politico.com playbook. Here's today's reminder that we're some 390 days away from the midterm elections. Paul Steinhauser from Fox News writes that House Democrats have the upper hand over House Republicans in fundraising ahead of the 2022 elections. Here's a quick look at the numbers. The DCCC raised $14.5 million, the NRCC raised $12.2. In Q3, the DCCC raised $35.8 million, the NRCC $25.8 million. But when it comes to cash on hand, Dems clock in at $63 million, the NRCC $65 million. Former Chiefs of Staff to President Obama and Bush agree on something. That Biden Chief of Staff Ron Klain may be spending too much time on Twitter while managing the leader of the free world. Bush's Chief of Staff John Bolton told Playbook, quote, I would never have done that, and frankly, I don't know how he does it. Bolton warned that an errant tweet from the Chief of Staff could throw a new cycle spinning in the wrong direction. Just Wednesday, Klain was criticized after retweeting a post that called inflation a, quote, high-class problem. Obama's chief of staff, Jack Lew, said he saw the value in communicating via Twitter because that's how so many people get their news. But he added that it should be used in moderation. Quote, I personally think senior officials should have mediated social media presences, if they have them at all, and avoid getting into the back and forth. But if there's a spat, Lew says Klain can handle the heat. Quote, Ron is as good of a debater as you're going to find. Here's the latest on infrastructure talks. CNN's Manu Raju has a great breakdown of the latest red flags for the Democrats' agenda coming from Senators Kirsten Sinema and Joe Manchin. They include Sinema still saying she might not back the reconciliation bill until the House passes the infrastructure bill, neither one guaranteeing they'd support a roughly $2 trillion compromise price tag, and Manchin opposing Medicare expansion and paid family and medical leave provisions. Here's a notable piece from the story, quote, Perhaps what could emerge as the biggest sticking point, Manchin roundly rejected calls by Democrats to include aggressive climate measures, namely to substantially slash greenhouse gas emissions by 2030. He said the goal laid out by the White House to cut greenhouse emissions by half in that time frame simply would not happen. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House. At 9.30 a.m. Eastern, the president will receive the president's daily brief. At 11 a.m., Biden will leave the White House for Hartford, Connecticut. At 1.45, he'll deliver remarks about his agenda, focusing on child care. At 4 p.m., he'll speak at the dedication of the Dodd Center for Human Rights at the University of Connecticut. At 5 p.m., he'll head back to the White House. Principal Deputy Press Secretary Camille Jean-Pierre will gaggle on Air Force One on the way to Connecticut. The Senate and the House are out today. All right, one last thing before we get out of here. Somebody's got to do it. It might as well be me. So says Ivan Adler, the so-called lobbyist hunter who plucks DC's most idealistic Hill staffers and turns them into K Street top dogs. 
Politico's Haley Fuchs and Playbook's Ryan Lizza pry open the revolving door between the hill and K Street, one of the most controversial but everlasting features of Washington's underbelly. You can catch that on Politico Deep Dive wherever you get your podcasts or catch a link in the show notes of today's episode. Our music is composed by Breakmaster Cylinder. Playbook's editor is Mike Zappler. Jenny Ament is Politico's senior producer of audio. The executive producer and head of audio is Irene Noguchi. I'm Rogu Monavalin. Have a great weekend. We'll see you first thing Monday morning. 27 million seniors and people with disabilities are counting on Congress to stand up for Medicare Advantage. With a 98% beneficiary satisfaction rate, the lowest monthly premiums in 15 years, $1,640 in average annual consumer savings, and better health outcomes for seniors, It's no wonder that so many Medicare beneficiaries entrust their health to Medicare Advantage. Learn more about the Medicare Advantage difference at BetterMedicareAlliance.org.